Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Baltimore is listening. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Here's Max and Steven. Thank you for tuning in to Understanding CBD this beautiful Sunday. Happy Easter, everybody. Uh, it's our e- special Easter episode. Uh, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Stop by maxandstevens.com. Pick up a bottle or call them at 443-743-2444. They're always happy to help. Hello there, Max Sobel. Happy Easter, Stephen Wallman, and happy Easter to our listening audience. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Uh, General reminder to everyone, do not take anything said on this program as professional, medical, or legal advice, please. No, never do. That's not what we're here for. That's Rod Barrowe for financial advice. We always give him a plug. We were just saying, why doesn't he plug us? <laughs> to bet he's due. He's supposed to plug us. I think at this one point. of these days we'll hit the radar of Rod Barrowe. Maybe but, he doesn't you know, need to. We'll keep working about. We'll keep working about it. Curious what he thinks about Bitcoin too. You know, you you mentioned it before. I'm not yeah. sure what he uh, what thinks about the cryptocurrencies, but. Nonetheless, that's for another day. We're live in the studio taking calls today. Uh, the phone number, just a reminder, 410-922-6680. Our engineer Noah's back from vacation. Hi, Noah. Uh, back in the booth, looking fantastic with his Floby haircut. I'm very happy to see him today. Um, also, if you just a reminder, if you don't have a radio available or you need to step away, get in the car, or wherever you're moving, you can listen to us um, on the Internet also. That's right. Go to understandingcbd.com, and at the top of the page, click the Listen Live button. You can also catch all replays of the show, and you can also see us on video, both there on the website and on YouTube. Yes, and if you're on YouTube, please go there, click like, uh, subscribe, the notification bell. Uh, that helps spread the word and let you know that uh, let us know we're doing uh, good information here. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, the song to kick off the show today, my choice is uh, "I Don't Need No Doctor." Ray Charles, great man. You know that song? It's one I of my do. favorite Ray Charles songs. I love Ray Charles, um, and it's uh, it's relevant too. But before we move on to the introduction and the agenda on the show, I uh, wanted people to know that all the songs that we do play here on the radio show are accessible on a Spotify playlist. Max, how do they access that? Really easy. So if you already have the Spotify app on your phone, just search for Understanding CBD with Max and Steven, or you can go to understandingcbd.com, the website, and there's a little icon there. It's a little Spotify icon. We kind of treat it as an Easter egg, appropriately Easter. Um, You can click on that and you can get right to our playlist, our secret playlist. Yeah, that's helpful. And it's growing too. It's some really great songs out there. Um, We even have some more uh, today to to surprise you with. Um, But, you know, we get many health-related calls on this show and this uh, in our lives. Uh, Max and I just aren't qualified for it. Um, we're not physicians, so we really um, need some help. 
Yeah, know? and as all of you know, we have Doc G's Corner. That's every week. It's a very popular part of our show, but and he does a fantastic job. But again, from that corner, he can only do so much. Um, every once in a while, he makes a special appearance on Understanding CBD to answer questions, your questions. And today is one of those special days. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and just a little protection also for Doc G. Even though he is a physician and he's going to be answering questions, uh, this doesn't constitute as a uh, doctor-patient relationship over the air. So just want to let you know things that we are talking about, things that Doc talks about, um, isn't medical advice for you because you hear it on the show. So just to lay that out there as well before Doc comes on. Um, also, following that, we're going to have our mail sack segment. We'll pull um, something out of the mail sack. You can hear a little bit about uh, Max is getting ready. <laughs> Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get some information about Max and Stevens out there and, and so much about our products. So without any further ado, I'd like to introduce you uh, to, or in a lot of cases, reintroduce you to Dr. Ben Gonzalez, Doc G from Atlantis Medical Wellness Center. By the way, their phone number, um, if you find anything interesting, while we're here is 301-622-2722. They're local here in Silver Spring, Maryland. Um, so his real name is Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez, um, medical director at Atlantis Medical Wellness Center. Let me also mention that he's a uh, 24 years active military service. Thank you for your service, Doc. I believe it was Air Force, if I remember correctly, and I think I do because we fly you in every Doc G's corner, right? Both, actually. I think he was in the Army, too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, graduate of University of Arizona College of Medicine and, of course, a board-certified physician. Yes. Uh, background in molecular genetics. Um, he's been using CBD in his practice for, I think, over a decade, not to date the guy, but uh, he's got experience here. Doc G, welcome in to Understanding CBD today, and how are you? Gentlemen, I'm doing well with the sun out today. It's feeling really good. Yeah, it's a beautiful day, and, and really, we appreciate you joining us today um, for, for the show and being available for all the questions that we have for you, and um, we promise to keep you busy today. It will be worth our time, um, but I wanted to start out with, uh, because we get a lot of questions about talking to people talking to their physicians and their doctors about uh, CBD. So is there any clarity around what doctors are allowed to say regarding CBD to their patients? Yeah, and that's a difficult subject. Obviously, there's a great deal of ambiguity um, on this subject. This is due to the confusing nature and the conflicting federal and state laws. The number one issue is that both CBD and THC, the, the compounds themselves, are, or marijuana, are used in the same context in both um, the law and the medical narrative, and that gets very confusing. CBD derives from cannabis plant with a THC level greater than 0.3% is illegal. The FDA has approved um, a drug called Epidiolex for specific pediatric seizure disorder that doctors can prescribe. However, physicians cannot prescribe CBD in of itself other than the FDA approved Epidiolex. However, they can recommend CBD because of poor regulation of over-the-counter CBD products. I think it's very important for a physician to ensure if they're recommending a CBD product, that they have an idea of a high-quality, well-tested source for that CBD product. And here's the, the, the legal trap for physicians. Many legal circles tell physicians that they are at higher risk for liability or, risk for, uh, their, or they risk their medical license if they make specific CBD recommendations. And if they don't, then they are putting the patient at risk of choosing junk CBD products on their own. So this is an awful trap. It's an awful trap for physicians. They're not, not fair to the patient. In my practice, I focus on the patient, so I make clear recommendations based on good research and what I feel would benefit the patient. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, it does make sense. So for um, for most of the physicians, is is there a certain guidance that's needed from uh, Congress, from uh, maybe the medical board, or is, is there something that there is is hope for that you know they'll be like, hey, we'll get now we got the word, we're good to go. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not that simple. Um, you know, we 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 practice what's called on gold standards, and these gold standards are um, determined by studies and medical boards and, and research and all that. Unfortunately, physicians are pushed and pulled by medical group or uh, by multiple groups: Congress, local, state, and federal medical boards, specialty boards, insurance companies, and each insurance company has their own individual rules that often conflict. As I mentioned, state rules conflict um, with federal rules, and many times these rules conflict with what is best for the patient. It boils down to the individual physician's focus on each patient and what is best for them and what risk the physician is willing to take to do the right thing for that patient. So to answer your question, there is no single entity that's going to let a physician know whether it's the right thing or not. Congress will um, will do their thing in um, trying to separate the the narrative of CBD versus THC, um, and that's their job. Um, our job as physicians is to fit it into our medical standards. So, Doc, if you had a crystal ball, I mean, where do you see the future of CBD training for physicians of tomorrow going? Um, so as far as training is concerned, um, right now there isn't a lot going on as far as the future. Um, remember all those decades when CBD was classified under marijuana as the same compound and, and, and as an illegal Schedule One drug, because, uh, because of that, research was limited for decades. We're just now starting to catch up. So in order for training to occur, we need more studies, more human studies. Right now, there are a lot of good studies on animals. There's great animal studies out there. There's a few human studies out there, but it's going to take time. Part of the problem, again, is standardization, um, standardizing the product itself, standardizing um, the medications and standardizing training. That's going to take that's going to take a little time. That's one of the subjects of uh, of the book I'm writing. I'm writing a book on CBD and and how and medical use of CBD. There's a lot of information out there, but most of that, in fact, I'm looking at looking at uh, one, two, three, four, five books here right now um, that I'm reading on the subject that um, that are written by nurses, non medical uh, non medical individuals, nurses and a few doctors, and they all say the same thing, we gotta catch up, we gotta catch up. So training, um, formal training won't happen anytime soon, but hopefully within the next five years, we'll see um, more training. Amen. Yeah, so are you saying there's really not much academic, solid academic research? There's a lot of good research out there on the safety of CBD. There's just not a lot of human um, studies out there for specific um, uh, medical conditions, the things that we talk about that CBD helps for, whether it be anything from anxiety, PTSD, to physical complaints of um, orthopedic issues and um, gut issues, weight loss, things like that. Doc, from your experience in the medical community, are there any strong sort of anti-CBD feelings or negative feelings towards CBD? (laughs) It's funny you should mention that. I I mean, your timing is perfect with that because uh, just three days ago, um, a discussion was published on MedPage today. The, uh, MedPage is one of uh, the sources that um, physicians look at for information. And the author was not a physician. However, the article, Arthur, or the article um, was presented uh, on a physician's forum. 
And that bottom line that was clearly biased towards anti-CBD and cannabis use as it continued to confuse the CBD THC narrative, um, unfortunately, it reflected the overall continued stigma of CBD use in medicine. And it continually gets perpetuated in medical forums. Um, so that's uh, it right now in the medical community, it's still, um, it's still distance. Uh, CBD is still uh, put at a distance. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, and, and because of this, it, it, it sends a lot of people, when they have a symptom or they have a condition, to look up in Dr. Google um, and find the information. What do you th- Is that a good way of uh, getting research done? <laughs> yeah, good old Dr. Google. Um, so I actually, um, I actually encourage patients to go online. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Google is uh, not the best source of, of recommendation, but um, it's a great source for to start the narrative. I love it when somebody brings in Dr. Google information for me. Um, uh, the um, it gives me the opportunity to clarify what's going on. The problem with Dr. Google is that when you research something on um, on Google, you don't get just medical information. You fall into the trap of these algorithms, these marketing algorithms that start sending you information that's targeted to sell you specific services or products, and then the information is biased towards that. Um, So you're not getting unbiased information, number one. Number two, as you are um, searching, there's all these algorithms tend to um, be biased towards what you've searched in the past. And then now you're the, the target, the, the, the information that you get is even more narrow and focused on just, um, on just what they want to sell you. Yeah, gotcha. Um, well, Doc G, I'm going to pause you that. here for a sec. Um, yeah, we need right. to take a break. We'll be right back with more Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez here on Understanding CBD. Stay right there. I don't need no doctor because I know what's ailing me. more of Understanding CBD with Max and Steven on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Welcome back here, everybody, to Understanding CBD. Hello there, Max Sobel. Hello there, Stephen Willman. Today we're with Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez, Medical Director at Atlantis Medical Wellness Center. 
in Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh, the phone number for the clinic in Silver Spring is 301-622-2722. Call anytime. Mention you heard us uh, heard him on the show here today. Uh, that's always helpful. And uh, the number to call in for the show, since we are live, uh, is 410-922-6680. We've already got some questions for some shy people that didn't want to get on the phone, which we'll ask later. Um, we do have a call waiting. But um, uh, before we do that, uh, hey, Doc, you ready for some more questions? Sure. Doc, one of the one of the most fun things we had was picking the music for you. How'd we do with that song? I love it. Oh, sorry. That was that was first choice. And yeah. The song title is Doctor Love. Yeah, no. well, certainly Doctor Love. So, <laughs> Doc, I want to piggyback on it. We were just talking about your patients and Doctor Google, which you are not. Um, and so, a patient walks in. They've got their little piece of paper out with their research uh, from Doctor Google. My question is, what are they asking you specifically around CBD? The patients that do come in. Uh, the the number one question that I get is the safety of CBD with all the other medications that people are taking. Um, the best part of that question is I have to be, I have a very clear answer, and that is there has never been a single documented safety issue in the medical literature with the proper use of properly sourced CBD. What is not clear is the poorly regulated production and sales of CBD over the counter. I mean, the good news is that most poorly produced CBD means that there's very little if any CBD in the over the over the counter product itself. However, there have been products that have had contamination issues with other uh, or improper THC concentrations, and that is why it's always best to seek the advice of a physician knowledgeable in the use of CBD and its sourcing. Of course, um, all the other questions have to do usually with that individual's um, medical condition. What is it? Can CBD help me with? You know, fill in the blank for the medical condition. Ah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that tip. And it's good to know uh, the major concern there. Um, we do have a call here. Um, this is Vicky from Pikesville. Vicky, also known as Mrs. Mailsack. <laughs> hey, Vicky. Hi. Hi. Hi, Doctor G. Hi, Steve. Hi, Max. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, good. I do have a question for Doctor G. Um, yeah. So. I work at the Maryland Department of Health. Um, I'm sorry, Maryland Department of Transportation. I'm a registered nurse. And I work in a department that takes care of uh, people who are have medical conditions and lose their license because of that and trying to get them back on the road safely. Um, so in my professional career, I've seen so many issues with sleep, specifically, you know, um, sleep apnea, insomnia, daytime sleepiness. Um, and it's an issue because people end up losing their license and, you know, their freedoms. Um, so I just wanted to hear your medical opinion about how CBD can be helpful for uh, issues that patients have with sleep. Yeah, that's a great, that's a common question I get. Um, and as you can guess, sleep is not a simple subject. Um, anything from the outside stressors causing sleep disruption to internal expression, medical stressors, um, weight issues, all these things contribute to different sleep issues. Uh, and, and a point I want to make about CBD in general for most medical conditions is that CBD is, to use, is used as an adjunct or as a way to help these issues. Very few things can be cured with CBD in and of itself. We'll make that clear. CBD has been a very powerful tool in my practice and in my patients that have sleep issues. Why? Because it CBD usually manages multiple different things. Um, anti, uh, it acts as an anti-inflammatory, powerful antioxidant. So if there's 
an underlying medical problem that causes inflammation like diabetes or something like that, if, you're, if um, CBD calms down that inflammatory issue, it helps calm down the brain to allow for better sleep through the night. Not just getting to sleep, but staying asleep through the night. Um, CBD in and of itself, a properly sourced full-spectrum CBD, doesn't make you sleepy, doesn't make you somnolent, but it calms the brain down to allow for, um, for, the, uh, for better sleep. When you combine that with, uh, with taking care of those outside stressors, underlying micronutrient issues, it's a very powerful tool for my, for my uh, patients with trouble sleeping. That's great. Great. Does that help, so your, great. help answer your question, did that, Vicki? Did that help? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, really, really helpful. While we have you on the phone, Mrs. Mailsack, do you have any other questions um, that you may come up with from, you know, from the nursing perspective that you would like to ask the doc? Well, less, less with the nursing, but more for myself. Um, I've noticed that uh, sometimes when I take my dose of CBD, um, I feel as though I'm not like drawn to the refrigerator, drawn to like snacks and salty and sweets and things like that. Um, so I just wanted to see if that's a correlation between CBD. I know Steve has talked about in the past, like how it helps with his cravings um, and, you know, that kind of compulsiveness. And just wanted to hear a little bit more about your take on that. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I spent a lot of time researching. In fact, in fact, Right here in one of my files here, one of my CBD research, I have um, a whole um, list of um, discussions on that very subject. Um, as you may or may not know, I'm, I'm the weight loss doctor. I've, I've, uh, um, and I don't like that term weight loss, by the way. I do metabolic repair to help with bringing not only the body fat and the weight down, but to keep it down, sustained weight loss. And CBD um, can be very powerful. I love this. So body your body naturally has CB receptors, CB receptors in your gut, um, from brain to toes, literally, CB receptors. And in your gut, you have both kinds of CB receptors, CB1, CB2, and that affects your gut health. CBD helps calm the brain from food cravings, the, the pathways in the brain for food-addictive behavior. In addition, it allows for more balanced gut hormone production, which allows for improved eating habits. So it's not just one thing that CBD is taking care of in this subject. It's taking care of multiple things that helps reduce the overall craving. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of CBD to allow you to stop those cravings or improve your ability to, um, to, to hold off on that. Also, it allows for improved motivation for exercise uh, and moving, right? You're, you're, you get that antioxidant effect. So it's pretty powerful. I could say I could talk a lot, a whole hour on that subject. But uh, I hope that helped a little bit. Did you catch what yes. I did? Yes. Yes, very helpful. Thank you so much for uh, for clarifying that. Awesome. Vic, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. You always support <laughs> the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Happy Ms. Mailsack. Thank you. That's great. Um, yeah, so we have some more questions for you as well here. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the questions I have for you is we talk a lot about CBD on the show. Is, and as we know, you know, there, in, med in Maryland, there's a medical marijuana program. And I was curious if there is a point where you would suggest um, someone that would need to look at the other cannabinoids in the, in the cannabis plant um, and looking towards THC. Does that ever come up with any of your patients? Um. 
Now, say that again. Are you talking about well? So um, CBD has has use? yeah. Or do you ever you know we're talking always about CBD, but um, you know THC isn't an evil cannabinoid. It's just you know it does some different things and it has some different regulation issues. But um, does it ever come up with your patients where you would suggest that they look to THC for some, certain symptoms? Absolutely, especially in my patients that struggle with um, the side effects of cancer treatments or just from the cancer itself um, from for disrupted eating behavior, um, the lack of appetite, that's when THC can, um, can be an additional component. Um, it's interesting that, that you would have the, uh, a different effect than we're just taking a full-spectrum CBD that helps suppress your eating habit. Well, um, THC can actually increase that, um, um, your appetite. So those are some of the subjects that I use it for. And to be clear, CBD is an interesting term. We throw the term CBD out there as if it's a single entity, and it's not. It's a, CBD refers to multiple different spectrums, so to speak, of, of uh, what CBD is. It includes different compounds like terpenes, terpenoids, um, et cetera. So I hope that helped. Yeah, it, it does. It does. It, yeah. Yeah, it does. And I wanted to kind of jump on that as well, because a lot of consumers are getting marketed to right now with a, a new, a quote unquote, new form of THC, which is Delta-8 THC. Um, it's, uh, uh, they claim there's a loophole in the regulations, and yeah. it's, it's out on the marketplace. Um, you know, I just wanted to see if you can touch on that for the consumers here. Um, what is Delta-8 THC, and, and what can people expect there in buying these products? I'm really glad you asked that question, because that is, you know, there's always ways around things, right, especially when it comes to loopholes in law and loopholes in um, and, and medications, and, and uh, it, it just drives it drives me nuts to chase these things down. Um, and I've, I've heard this more and more lately because of the Delta-8 issue. So first, to understand this better, it's important to know that the component in marijuana that causes the highs and hallucination is the, is the uh, THC or the Delta-9 um, uh, THC. And that's another form of THC. Delta-8 is another form of THC, but it is less potent. Remember, THC, or specifically the Delta-9 THC, has been legally separated from CBD in the 2018 Farm Bill. Currently, the legality of Delta-8 is hazy. Um, yeah, pardon the pun, by the way. <laughs> um, THC can be derived from hemp or cannabis and can be manufactured from hemp derived from CBD directly, and that's the loophole. This provides that loophole you referred to in selling the Delta-8 um, THC form over the counter. And this is unfortunate because it continues, oh, trust me, that's it continues to play into the bias for the use of CBD in medicine. Yeah, and we see that too. And, and I'm glad that you clarified that for the audience because I think it needed to be, to be said. Be um, careful of that TH, uh, the, the Delta 8 form, yeah. um, especially when you're um, talking about treating uh, kids or if you have uh, pets or if you have uh, different medications that you're on to be very careful of those Delta-8 forms. You're going to see a lot of this in the future, marketing right. of this. Yeah, thanks, Doc. And, and so I want to get back to CBD in general and specifically some of the recommendations that you make. Um, of the people that come and visit you, is there sort of a common denominator of, uh, of people you've treated that maybe get better results with CBD? Would you be able to classify that? Oh, yeah. Um, well, shoot. Um, you know, the sleep thing um, um, is a common thing. Probably the most common the three most common conditions that I get asked for about CBD include is headache, a chronic pain syndrome, whether it be a low back pain, 
um, an orthopedic pain. Those are the common things that I, I see, um, um, uh, common symptoms I see um, when it comes to uh, what people ask for. Um, uh, like we talked about earlier, weight issues. Um, I backtrack a little bit to the headache thing. Uh, you know, one headache is different than another, right? Some people just get headaches from not drinking enough water, and some people get headaches because they've been afflicted with migraines since they were kids. Um, so this is a very common condition, um, and I see a lot of success um, with those um, uh, with those conditions. Gotcha. Yeah, that's good to know. Um, at least if you have those conditions, you have some hope on on getting some solutions there. And you know, in my family, we use um, our full spectrum CBD oil for everything, and it's not something that we talk about often. Is skin related conditions, dry skin, oh, bug bites, acne, rashes. Uh, we, we get a lot of people that call, especially parents, that say, "Hey, I, you know, my kid's going through that time, or I, I have some acne that's popping up." Um, what do you think about the likelihood of CBD working on a topical perspective there for any skin-related issues? I'm glad you mentioned that because that's another common misconception or a common problem that we see with over-the-counter products is that, um, I'll be frank, I've taken a lot of these over-the-counter products, uh, topicals, to the lab, and we find that there's very little CBD or very little, or it's um, CBD that's been over-processed. Um, if there's any CBD at all, many of the products that we found, um, you know, there's no CBD products at all, which you end up finding. What we do find in these topicals, these over-the-counter topicals, are um, uh, you know, a lot of the usual stuff that's found in topical joint relief or pain relief things. So things like capsaicin, um, uh, salicylates, um, um, things, that's an aspirin derivative that helps with pain. Um, counter irritants like um, um, that methanol, that that uh, you know that um, uh, methanol uh, feeling, that camphor feeling, mm -hmm. and even anesthetics we have found in those topics. So those things that are actually helping, not the CBD. They just throw that CBD in as a marketing tool to push that product. Yeah. Um, how I recommend topical is take a. Hey Doc, uh, can I pause you for a second? And, yeah, and, go and right when, we'll come back after the break and finish this because um, we got to stop for that right now. Thanks, Doc G. Absolutely. Stay with us. That's more right. Doc G. When we come back on understanding CBD. Doctor Love. <laughs> Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Doc G, you're just our top gun, so we couldn't leave this song out today. Yeah, we had those, to give you your <laughs> Joining us, uh, Understanding CBD, we have Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez here from Atlantis Medical Wellness Center in Silver Spring, Maryland. Their phone number is 301-622-2722. Um, we also uh, have a few more minutes left of phone calls. Uh, if you want to give us a call here on the radio show and talk to Doc G, it's 410-922-6680. Um, I want to get back to something right before the break. And uh, you were starting to talk about some recommendations on using CBD or full-spectrum hemp oh, oil yeah, topically. topically. Yeah, can you get back to that? 
Yeah, real quickly, um, you can use a, a good uh, oil tincture, a good full-spectrum oil tincture directly on that on the air affected area. But one of the things I recommend is a, um, a, a nanotized CBD, um, and you can use the oil um, tincture as well. Um, you mix it with, in your hand, you mix it with um, pure aloe vera gel, just without the flavoring, the colors, the perfumes, just pure aloe vera gel. Mix it and put it on that area, whether it's a rash, as long as there's no open wounds, mm-hmm. to be real clear about that. Um, and you can put it on the rash or the affected joint. That's a good way to deliver CBD locally. Um, but my favorite way, if somebody has a rash that's really bothersome or a joint that's really bothersome, the best way to do it is systemically um, as, as a tincture under the tongue. Hmm. That's great advice, and I hadn't heard that. I have an aloe plant, or Linda has one, right by the window. You can just break that up, put it in your hand, mix it with the CBD, and then apply it. And that helps more for topical, or would you say um, for like for like dry skin, or rash, or bug bite, or or, or joint as well? Every bit of it. Soft tissue. Um, Aloe has very wonderful um, anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. That's great. Well, we'll brag about our product after this and later, but we do have a phone call for you, Doc G. Um, this is George from the Eastern Shore. He's got a question for you. George, you're live with uh, Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez. Yeah, how you doing, Dr. Gonzalez? Um, you I'm good, I'm call. good. So I thought of something, another question. Um, what about um, um, the idea of mixing CBD um, in, like, juicing or a tea or something with turmeric, ginger, and other herbal uh, things and what about DMSO? As far as they say, it makes makes the herbs more available but for like healing and pain relief. Uh, just a, just oh, a general question. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, now remember, when you're mixing chem, uh, when you're mixing compounds, you're basically playing chemists. You're mixing chemicals, um, and um, and those chemicals can react. Sometimes when you're mixing CBD with other types of terpenes, other types of um, compounds. They can react together and either um, either diminish the the effectiveness or it can um, help each other. They can help each other out. In general, mixing CBD with um, uh, with ginger things like that is uh, is is okay. Some people can't tolerate the um, uh, the CBD itself, especially the the, the ones that are, are very bitter. The CBDs that are really bitter that have all the terpenes in it, although the, the, the um, the compounds in the plant that makes that product smell and taste. Um, so it's okay to mix. I'm very okay with that. Um, it's always good to um, uh, mix it with as few chemicals and uh, compounds and chemicals as possible. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I see. So better to take it's great for shakes. It's great for um, for shakes. Uh, that's a protein shake, things like that. Putting the um, the oil-based tincture in a protein shake is a great way to uh, deliver. Yeah, I'm not sure if you could hear that, Doc G, but Georgia said, yeah, just so to clarify, it's better to take it separate and individually than to mix it um, before because you're not really sure how it may react before you take it, and that is accurate, George. Thanks for calling, man. we got to get to one more call. We really appreciate you. Uh, taking the time to reach out to us and Doc G today. So, so, so thank you, George. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, the next question, Doc G, um, and we don't have much time here, but this is Robert and Towson. Robert, what do you got for Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez? Yeah, we talk about CBD as being anti-inflammatory. So the question is, is there any evidence that CBD has an impact on the progression long-term, not acute use, for chronic inflammatory conditions such as rheumatoid arthritis, uh, osteoarthritis, irritable bowel disease, any evidence that it impacts the longer-term progression? 
Great question. There is, when it comes to GI um, symptoms, um, the, the CB1, CB2 receptors that are found in the gut, there is a great um, evidence that shows that um, the consistent use of CBD can help with conditions like Crohn's, irritable bowel. Um, patients who have had surgeries due to whatever reason, gut surgeries, um, also helps as well. But when it comes to all those other conditions, there aren't very many human studies for long-term effects. Um, what's interesting is you can't extrapolate from the high antioxidant um, and antioxidant studies out there for other um, conditions. Um, you can extrapolate the use of CBD and, and its powerful anti-inflammatory properties um, for helping chronic conditions. And we've seen this in clinically. It's clinically relevant. We see clinical response. But there are not a lot of human studies out there. There needs to be more. As I mentioned earlier, you know, there's more coming. Yeah. So the CBD anti-inflammatory pathway is is really a different pathway, yeah, than... Um... Oh, absolutely. And that's why there's not... That's why it's important to do these studies. University of Arizona has got a great program. Israel, um, it, there's uh, great studies happening in Israel and happening at the University of Arizona looking at these different pathways. They are different than the usual um, inflammatory... Um, uh, in fact, there was a great study um, on COVID um, patients that had acute lung issues mm. um, that compared CBD with steroids, and it showed that CBD um, was twice as good, uh, twice better um, at the inflammatory response than the steroids themselves. Thanks, That's Dr. Powerful. G. Um, Robert, thank you for your call. It's been a great segment. Again, Dr. G, we're out of time. If you can believe it, the time flies. Um, but we appreciate you so much. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. Thanks for calling, and be right back with MailSack. Thanks, Doc. Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Easter to those that celebrate. Happy Passover for those of you that are finishing that. And welcome back, Stephen Wallman. And Max Sobel, how are you this afternoon? Thank you. I'm great. We had a great show with uh, Doc G's Corner, but now it's that time of the show for... Wow. Ooh, a remix. That's the remix. That's, the That's all right. We don't have much time. We don't have much time. It's it's fine. You're, you're fine, though. You're fine, and Mrs. Mailsack called in anyway. We had her we live. Had it's all good. <laughs> what a, what no a problem. Show. No problem. No problem. Um, okay. So, Mailsack, this is the chance for us to talk a little bit about our company. So, uh, the sponsors of this show is Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. The way, the best way to find them, us, is www.maxandstevens.com. And you can also call or text 443 743 2444. Now, this is the part of the show where we like to talk about some of the stories that happened this week and some of the interactions that we had with potential customers, customers, etc. Um, a good friend of ours of the show, Beth Reingold, she's actually the president of the Pikesville Owings Mills uh, Chamber of Commerce. Um, I had a chat with her today, uh, sorry, this week, uh, related to us actually being back at the farmer's market. So that's so coming up, right? That's right. Month? So actually, uh, Tuesdays from 2 to 6 p.m. starting May 18th to November 30th, Stephen and I will be back at the Pikesville Farmer's Market that's in Pomona Square, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll be there to answer your questions, folks. We're there live, um, and you can come by and you can speak to us. We can you, you can purchase our product there.
there. We can uh, sign autographs. We can sign autographs. <laughs> we can get stories for the radio program that you're listening Looking to. Looking so, forward to it. Yeah, it's great. So as I was talking to Beth um, about the farmer's market, I asked her how she was doing, and she told me a story about our CBD. So she's a customer of ours, and she has a bottle laying around. And, you know, it's not atypical for a lot of our customers to have a bottle laying around and not use it. Um, every day. Sometimes they like to use it situationally, and we've talked about the benefits or, or, or not of that. But Beth said to me that, you know, she's recovering from some, I believe it was sh- a shoulder procedure. Um, she's still in pain. She's still having problems sleeping. And I believe she uh, developed a neck issue, too. I'm looking at my notes here. She said she got a pinched nerve in her neck. Right, poor well, Beth. Poor Beth, right. So she remembered that she had our CBD. Um, she said that she took um, a full dropper under her tongue before she went to sleep. And she said she slept like a baby, uh, which is great, and she was pain-free. Now, what I told Beth is that you didn't have to take a full dropper, not that there's any harm in that, but it's actually a little bit wasteful. Really, a little bit goes a long way. So I educated her a little bit about the fact that she could actually start with less. I mean, start with a quarter dropper, start with a half a dropper, something a little bit more reasonable so that you can eventually build up if you need to. But nevertheless, I'm happy that she got some relief. Um, The other part of that is that I reminded her that she could also use our product topically. So I reminded her that she could put a single drop or two on her neck, um, you know, where she's experiencing that shoulder pain. And then the combination of that, as well as taking it under her tongue, certainly should make her sleep better. Would you say, Steve? And that's what the experts say. That's what Doc G just recommended. And that aloe trick, I can't wait to try, too. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get home and uh, break open that aloe plant, mix it in, and rub it in uh, a, a sore knee joint I got right now. And you're lucky you got an aloe plant growing. Uh, I mean, you know, you know, you know everyone you know, should have one. I'm just saying, you know? fresh is best. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, so back to Doc G, one of the points that Doc G always makes is that you have to, when you're talking about sourcing a proper product, it's about uh, testing the plants. Um, it's about just really making sure that you have a good, credible product. So why don't we talk a little bit about about what that means, right? Yeah. So one of the things that's important is proper sourcing. Um, and, you know, we test the plants all the way through to the finishing point, don't we, Steve? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and the reason why the proper sourcing is, is number one, for safety. Uh, if you don't have a product or a hemp plant that's grown in proper soil um, with proper um, in- inputs that, you know, if it's fed pesticides, which they really don't need because, um, you know, hemp is a natural uh, pesticide product that does repel pests anyway. Uh, but if you don't have a good product grown in soil, if it's grown in an area, outdoor crops grown near another farm that happens to be spraying mm-hmm. something on their crops, that can also get over there. So you have to make sure that it's properly sourced. And when Doc G says that, he means making sure that uh, the, the vendor that you're buying it from looks at these types of things. And besides, besides actually the safety of that, there's also the concept of the potency, right? So if it's properly sourced, you can also be somewhat assured that the potency is accurate, and especially if you verify that you yeah. know, further. Uh, yeah, and that's where the, the potency comes in in the third-party lab test, and, and actually the safety of it, too. If you it, He always talks about third-party testing, and if you don't have a vendor or you're not buying your product for someone that is is putting the lab report right in front of you, you have to question that. There's so many companies out there that say third-party tested and they have a little image of a checkbox. Um, yeah, we're third-party tested. Look at the third-party lab report. You have to look. Even if you don't understand it, make sure you go through it and make sure they have all the things and compare it against ours. True story. And we have people coming up and they throw money at us and we always <laughs> show them a lab report. Also, That's make right. sure it's full spectrum, folks. We'd like to thank our guest, Doc G, today. We'd like to thank our callers, Mrs. Mailsack, um, and everybody that called in to ask us a question. Um, I'd like to remind the audience that you can get all of our information on maxandstevens.com. Please pick up a bottle for yourself, a loved one, a pet. Um, Call or text us at 443-743-2444. We appreciate you. Happy Easter. Have a wonderful week. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Max. And we'll see you next week talking about pets. Pets.